Que devoró la serpiente Poderoso como una K-47 Piénsenlo dos veces Antes de intentar tocar a mi gente De donde vengo las cosas son muy diferentes Como el jefe de jefes Tengo a mis perros en la línea Van a llorar como... Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Hard Hits Wrestling Podcast I'm Pitzer I'm Hardy uh, We are back a little bit early uh, yeah. And this week we won't be covering any WWE Well, we'll talk about it a bit lah A, l- a little bit yeah. lah We, but I mean, being a wrestling podcast That's po- not the focus That's not the focus mm. But being a wrestling podcast We can never ever forget about WWE exactly. Because that's where our money is yeah. Not that we make any money lah <laughs> But most of our listenership, you know Are WWE, WWE fans, fans lah yeah. But, you know, once in a while We're going to take some time out To talk about the indie scene mm-hmm. uh, This particular weekend was a very eventful weekend For the independent scene It was In North America yeah. uh, Specifically in Mexico Where Triple A Uh, held their first big show of the year The Rey de Reyes Ooh. The King of Kings tournament uh, yeah. As it's translated as uh, That is their first big show of the spring This mm. is obviously the last pay-per-view Before their major triple mania uh, Events which is coming up in the summer Yeah, And that's what I will be talking about In the meantime Hardy has actually seen uh, The Ring of Honor 17th anniversary show I did uh, Major developments there um, Obviously, you know The epic one-hour match Between Um Jay Lethal and Matt Tavern mm-hmm. uh, Kind of dominated headlines over the weekend It did uh, Also featuring a lot of build to the G1 Supercard yeah. uh, Co-promoted with NJPW Which will be taking place in Madison Square Garden Just before WrestleMania Yep, yep, yep Yeah, uh, so lots to talk about But the thing is, right Because we're busy uh, We actually split up the workload Yeah, man uh, Hardy went to Vegas No, he didn't actually go to <laughs> Vegas But Hardy watched <laughs> ROH 17th anniversary Which was held in Vegas Which was held in Vegas Meanwhile, uh, I... Um, vicariously went to Mexico There you go uh, At the uh, Acropolis Stadium To watch uh, the Rey de Reyes tournament Alright uh, Which featured a lot of major developments as well I'm sure you know what it is Like if you yeah. followed the You know If you're a, a smart on the internet You know all the stuff that happened But yeah. we're gonna give our thoughts on it Can uh, Do you want to begin with Rey de Reyes or ROH? You go first Okay, sure What happened? So the Rey de Reyes As I mentioned First big show of the spring In AAA Which is The I would say the biggest company in in Mexico, uh, right next to CMLO. Okay. Um, I did a little bit of research into their TV ratings. Uh, yeah. So apparently, just this year, uh, both Triple A and CMLO went back into national TV, as in like networks for for Mexico. Oh, that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean it's it's a big deal. Uh, previously they were they were on smaller networks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this particular pay per view was streamed on Twitch. So oh, yeah, okay. um, if you want to watch it live, it was actually free. But mm. if you want to buy it on demand, it's four ninety nine on Twitch at the Lucha Libre uh, um, AAA uh, Twitch channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's just four ninety nine. You can buy it right now and oh, watch it. Oh, that's not too bad. Exactly. But I was doing a little research into the TV tapings. Yeah. Uh, apparently, AAA averages about like six to seven million uh, a week. Wow. On their TV ratings locally. Wow. Uh, and CMLO averages about three million. So it's about half of that, but still large considering the ratings for Raw and SmackDown are, are, are about two to three. Around two to three, uh, most of the time hovering around two lah. Yeah, to be honest, right. like two point eight yeah, is yeah, for yeah. Raw and for SmackDown will be like two point one. Correct, correct. So um, Mexico in general, at least locally, is a bigger deal than the WWE lah. Yeah. If, if you want to talk about this in terms of TV, TV viewership, viewership, yeah. Uh, within their own domestic territory. Yeah. I mean, not to say worldwide lah, but although I mean, I'm sure AAA fans are. Uh, Everywhere around the world I so. agree 
Okay, so yeah. the stuff I've learned from Triple A, yeah, especially over following them uh, since the podcast popped up, is that it's a unique uh, ecosystem in Mexico mm-hmm. in a sense that it is very insular. Oh, so okay. like uh, the fans only follow Triple A or the local promotions or CMLL and and you know they don't know who who the uh, maybe uh, maybe the WWE they would know but they don't know who the people in ROH are or, or the people in Progress are. It's they just follow Lucha Libre. That's that's I mean, their thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very insular thing, like, They're not like internet fans. And what I've realized also from watching tr- um, this particular pay per view is that they are more sincere fans. Really? Like like not very smarky. They're really into the storylines. You know, they react very sincerely, lah. I uh, mean, they do have a really long history with Lucha Libre, la. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, I mean, like the hundred years, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the the thing is, like, they don't view it like the smarks do. Like, they yeah. view it like we are really watching this telenovela. We are super into the storylines. Yeah. There's no like meta chanting. Hmm. Okay. That kind okay. of thing. So so it's interesting. But really, really, yes. Let's let's get back to business, lah. Yeah. Uh, as we all know, AEW recently announced that they were in partnership. With Triple A, uh, co-promoting some events, so to speak. So one of the big headlines coming out is uh, Cody Rhodes was in attendance, or just Cody now uh, at Radio Reyes. Uh, basically cutting a promo after the first match uh, coming out. Uh, crowd had no idea who he is. Yeah. Uh, but you know, just talking about you know the fruitful partnerships that AEW and Triple A will be having in the future, like, You know, you're going to be at Double or Nothing. A yeah. lot of your superstars will be like Lucha Brothers and all that. Yeah. And we will be bringing. Our stars to to Mexico to wrestle. So he 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 named names like Chris Jericho will be coming to Mexico soon, possibly for Triple Mania, Kenny Omega, etc. And all of that to zero reaction, like no idea who they are. Because yeah, no one knows. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, but I mean, obviously they will have some work to try to put them over. Yeah. But there are Gringo stars in Triple A. Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna take time lah for the audience to warm up to them, get to know who they are. What okay. their wrestling styles okay. is, you know, stuff like that, lah. But you know, they're they're not gonna be any like the elite chance, you know. And, I mean, they have no idea who they are, lah. Yeah. So, uh, the big headline is the main event was a tag team title match for the Triple A Tag Team Championships, uh, between the the Lucha Bros, you know, uh, Phoenix and uh, fuck, what's his name, Pentagon Junior, uh, taking on the theme of, the team of Los Mercenarios. Uh, Texano Jr. and Ray Escorpion Who are That's defending champions Those are damn cool names Lost Mercenarios yeah, I mean yeah. the mercenaries yeah, uh, know, Obviously yeah. Uh, Very cool gimmick uh, They almost feel like uh, I don't want to throw around the cartel word uh, But they throw, They look like You know like security enforcers You know kind of thing okay. um, I mean Like more badass you There is another group That is like literally A shield ripoff I'll talk about that <laughs> okay. later Because they have the same Like, like uh, Special forces the like Special forces The, the <laughs> vest and everything You know They all look the same They wear the same things okay. They just have the Mexican flag As uh, like embroidered Into their vest That's well, about it You know They're like the Federalists they're, they're like the Federalists Exactly But uh, Los Mercenarios Are not that lah. Okay They're a different tag team They're the defending champions Apparently very w- uh, Well regarded Long reigning okay. tag team champions So The f- final match of the night Supposedly right Took place over like 10 minutes It was a really yeah. really quick match You know uh, Lucha Brothers dominated 75% of the offense It's a really really good match Despite okay. it being short And seemingly beat Lost Mercenarios really easily uh, I mean 80% of the time They were just dominating them uh-huh. Got a quick pin They celebrated This was their 8th uh, AAA Tag Team Championships You know and all of that uh-huh. And then um, Conan comes out Conan okay. is For those of you who don't watch AAA Is like The general manager or the head yeah, hooker, yeah, yeah. kind of heel authority figure, lah. Okay. So his job, right, in AAA specifically, is to get over Gringo stars. 
Okay. So uh, when Cody Rhodes, as I mentioned, delivered that promo earlier, Conan also came out saying that like uh, you you're talking about all these deals with Mexican wrestlers and you are coming over to Mexico. But let me tell you, this is my territory and uh, like nothing uh, happens without my go ahead and that kind of thing lah. Okay. Like a chest puffing. Cody said like you know for all intents and purposes you are an employee of AAA and I am the vice president lah. So I mean, don't talk to me you know that kind of thing. Okay. He got beat down by uh by Conan's crew. Oh. Conan's little faction there. Uh, and then he was also saved uh, by some of the local uh, the, the 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 faces lah the the technicals lah as they call them lah oh. yeah so uh, Cody's been presented as a the face there okay so this is kind of a perplexing thing because towards the end after the Lucha Brothers won the tag team championships Conan comes out Conan is actually feuding with them uh-huh. being the the heel general manager yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know so he says that like you're gonna defend your championships again tonight whoa what yeah and uh, the young box come out. <gasps> uh, they just popped out out of nowhere, so the young bucks were there. Zero reaction once again because Crowd they have no idea who they no are. No idea who they are. Uh, the young bucks immediately goes for their flippy shit, you know, to get over in Mexico. Uh, and they work. I mean, it it worked to an extent, but after watching four hours of of uh, Ray Darius, yeah. like the young bucks flippy shit is like quite tame uh, compared, compared to, to like what the Lucha, Lucha stuff. Are doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's I know this is weird to say this because I've talked about the young bucks in NJPW and all of that. But in Mexico, right? They got they got to stop with all the psychology and the selling, lah. It's just it's just. <laughs> it's when they have to go back to young bucks, lah. I know it's just not like the Mexican style, and I think they spend too much like time, you know, like selling, selling, <laughs> and like crafting like psychology around the ring, and 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 especially at this time, because it's been four hours, the crowd was exhausted already. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They just just get to the big hits, lah. So, you know, so they hit like you know, the the moon souls, the the Meltzer drivers, and all of that. Uh, and after like seven minutes, um, won the Triple A Tag Team Wait, Championships. What? Yeah, the the Young Bucks are your new Triple A World Tag Team Champions. Huge surprise there. Uh, I'm guessing they're gonna have to fight it out during all or nothing, lah. Uh, double or nothing. Sorry, double or nothing. So I'm assu- yeah, I'm assuming because they already have a match with the Lucha Brothers at double or nothing. So I'm assuming this it's gonna be the for the has some stakes, has belts on the line, lah. And now it's like the 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 visiting team has to like you know correct win, lah. Yeah, just like the visiting team won in Mexico. Exactly. The perplexing thing was that Conan was the one who brought out the Young Bucks. The yeah. Young Bucks are being presented as heels. But then as Cody Rudos was la. beaten up but then Cody by, by, Conan's crew. by Conan's crew. Uh, So th- this was like confusing to me a bit. La. You know, why would the elites, you know, like be on different pages? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so Mexico, man. It's, it's Mexico. Um. So I went online. So I chatted with some some of the good folks over at uh, KitchSideSeats.com and Reddit and stuff like that. Yeah, and then uh, I have been told that from people who follow Triple A religiously, and I I mean like follow like week to week tapings, not just me who watches the big pay per views, that Triple A booking is like this. It makes no sense. Uh-huh. Like they uh they like every week you know factions will turn on each other for no good reason and then get back together next week that kind of thing. Okay. So I mean their advice to me was just like don't. Think about it. Don't think too hard. Don't think too hard, lah. Like they were saying, like if you think like raw bookings ma- makes no sense, like oh, welcome to Mexico, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> you haven't seen anything. <laughs> you yet. haven't seen anything. <laughs> like you think you think you know so so operas. Yeah. We know so operas. Oh my beer. Oh my beer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. So whatever. I think they may address it in being the elite their YouTube show saying Maybe. that like you know we made a deal with the devil because you know we were offered the tag team championships. Why not? You know? Why not? Or maybe mm. Cody being beaten down was just a ruse. Who knows what the long term yeah. is? Interesting, what? but that 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 oh that that I like that that whole storyline just because of the creases it makes within the elite. 
Yeah, yeah. You can't be all perfect all the time. Correct lah. I mean, they had to be perfect going into making AEW. Yeah, correct. But once you are AEW, maybe you can feud with each other. <laughs> Just say AEW. AEW, you know, <laughs> the AEW root beer float. <laughs> AEW, yes. all elite wrestling. Yeah, so um, hopefully, like you know, they just won't all just be like nice uh, managers and yeah, yeah, authority yeah. figures. Now all like, the stories w- have to start, Correct. Like you know, even the McMahon. I'm sure the McMahon get along in real life, like, <laughs> I know they're not like bombing each other's cars or whatever. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> come to think about it, you know, is Mexico really that insane? I've I've seen I've seen insane shit in WWE also, la. We have McMahon died. Yeah, yeah. And then they didn't die. Yeah, and Donald Trump believed it. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know, right? Donald Trump actually called uh, WWE HQ in Connecticut after the whole uh, limousine bombing thing to to inquire whether Vince McMahon was okay. Yeah, yeah. That It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> um, other highlights from Ray Darius. A uh, very interesting card. Three hours fifty six minutes in total. Obviously, Ray Darius is the king of King Cinnamon. Yeah. It is. They're king of the ring, so to speak. Okay. So previous years have featured either 16-man tournaments or 32-man tournaments. Mm-hmm. But this year, uh, because of time constraints, they had to kind of condense it into a Royal Rumble type of scenario. Okay. But not just any Royal Rumble. It's like a gauntlet match. The first two will come in. And then at one-minute intervals, and a new competitor will okay. come in. Okay. But the only way to be eliminated is not thrown over the top rope. It's only by, by a pinfall or submission. Oh, that, that is... Well, that's actually more interesting. Yes, um, as a pure from a pure, I guess, lucha technical standpoint, this was the most uh, dizzying match, a uh, fucking insane match. Uh. It Ooh. was, it was really, really good. Um, a lot of these guys I don't know, but I do know who Jack Evans is, who is an indie star from over in America. Sammy Guevara, who I've seen before. Uh, we saw Torres. Uh, I've seen Torres at multiple indie events. The um, one we talked about. The most last recently, episode. we saw him yeah. in M- MLW. Exactly, yeah. uh, I apparently there is this new lucha wrestler called Golden Magic, okay. who is from a TV show. In, in Mexico He's not a wrestler He's a character in a TV show And he popped up About wrestling or He plays a, a lucha in a TV show la. Can he wrestle? Yeah, yeah I mean he can or, or maybe they just got someone Who can wrestle to wear the mask okay. You know kind of thing uh, But he was a part of the tournament as well Okay uh, the, wi- the eventual winner Aerostar Is legendary uh, pro wrestler Has been around uh, In that particular Triple A for example In f- like the last 10-15 years mm-hmm. Long time star like, he, w- he won the tournament oh, yes. uh, So what I really liked about this Was how they put over Torres Strong He was like the Braun Strowman la, of, the, of the event Everybody else was small and flippy And he was just a bruiser He, he was just bru- but bruiser who can fly also la. That that's just awesome actually Yeah once in a while you know yeah. uh, But I think he eliminated Like of the 9 people in the, in the gauntlet match or the Raider Race tournament, he eliminated, I think, four or five of them. Not bad. So they put him over really, really strong. La. So uh, he seems to be a, like a number one contender type of thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, the in the end, like a bunch of the other competitors obviously had to work together. La. Yeah, okay. Flippy shit together. And then all three of them like uh, lay onto each other to pin him, you know. So Aww. they put him over strong. La. So doesn't that mean that the guy at the top pin all the guys at the bottom? No, because shoulders are not now. Oh yeah, yeah, that's important. Shoulders must be on the mat. That's how you pin, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, didn't think of that. Uh, another cool thing about Raiders and Lucha rules is that there are no tags involved. Oh, you know, uh, Lucha rules. There's just no tags. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like NG, I mean, NGPW tries to pretend that there are rules, <laughs> but in the end, it's still the same thing. Yeah, we don't know who the legal man is. Uh, but I mean, in Mexico, they're just like you know, fuck, fuck the rules yeah. There are just no tags. So um, I think in American, so it's like a tornado tag. La. In American terms, they are called tornado tags, but in in lucha terms, it's just tag team wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, without actual tagging. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the faces might once in a while uh, to build heat for the for the heels. Yeah. Try to tag. 
but uh, after a while, they were just like uh, fuck this shit, fuck this shit, and they just go all out lah. Uh, la. The referee it. doesn't enforce it either. The referee like doesn't care. In fact, like for dives and sometimes the referee will actually hold the ropes for them so that they could dive through. Like it's just an accepted part. The referee will like help them dive because you know diving is is part, part and parcel. Yeah, maybe maybe. <laughs> uh, so a couple of the interesting ones was um. This group called Air Nuevo Podo del Norte. Uh-huh. Uh, those are the um, the, the, the shield esque people, uh, shall we okay, say? Okay. Yeah. Uh, What do you call again? Uh, El Nuevo Podo del Norte. I just purposely wanted him to say that. Uh, Carta Brava Junior, uh, Moko Kota Junior, and Tito Santana uh, took on Los Perros del Mal, mm. which is basically the dogs d- of war. No, no, Los Perros del Mal is the faction that they were taking on in this trio stack match, lah. Yeah. Um, they are basically their version of DX. Okay. Uh, so they they have been a faction like a bad boy faction for Los a long Paris time. Los Perros is the dog, right? Maybe. What is Del? Okay, never mind. It's okay. Del Mal. Nah, never mind. Not Del Mal. Del Mal. Uh, so they <coughs> apparently they, you know long time faction. People love them. They mm-hmm. haven't been together for a long time, so they reunited for oh, this particular okay. pay per view. Like the shoe. Like the shield, yeah. But uh, another curious thing about Mexican wrestling is the intergender wrestling is just accepted. There is no such thing as an intergender match. You know, this trio tag match featured one girl. There were an- other tag matches that just featured girls. You know, it's just accepted, lah. Like there is no like uh <coughs> mixed match challenge type of thing. So it's like a uh, gender equality, lah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they they just involved in all 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 aspects of wrestling there, lah, and it's not. Kitted away as a separate genre, hmm. so uh, Taya is actually a member of Los Perros del Mal, which I didn't know. Taya is actually the current Impact Knockouts champion, and also the current Luchas Capital Women's champion. So uh, she's part of that crew. The big storyline heading into that, besides being an, a great match, uh, was that uh, one of their members, uh, Daga, uh, turned on the on the faction for no apparent reason. Uh, I was in, uh, once again informed like this is Mexico. It don't j- think about it. it w- don't don't think about it lah, because like he. <coughs> He fought really, really hard lah. Uh, up until the point that he turned, I was wondering why, why he would. Uh, other cool things I really liked was a par- the six man tag team steel cage match, which is really cool because ha- you've seen one on one steel cage matches before, right? All tag teams. Uh, all tag teams. You know what are the rules, right? The rules are to escape. Escape. Mm. We know this. We talked about this on, on the MLW <laughs> episode, right? <laughs> so, uh, what I haven't seen before is a trios tag team match. You know, a six man tag. So three versus three. Yeah. So. Curiously, right? I like the psychology of this that they employ in Mexico. Is you can get out to escape, but once you escape, you're leaving your team at a disadvantage because then it will be three on two inside the ring, right? Yeah. So that's an interesting dilemma, you know. Do you go out to escape and get a one nothing lead, or do you stay in because you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting, right? Yeah. That wow. That that adds a whole other dimension, man. Yeah, which I haven't really seen like the WWE do even in their even in their tag matches. No, because oh my god, yeah. Wait, yeah, in the tag team steel cages, both partners need to escape, right? Mm. So they could, but they haven't really like, like dived into the psychology of should I escape or should I help my partner who's getting beaten down? Yeah, because the numerical advantage might cause them to lose the entire match. Yeah. Wow, that's quite cool. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Cool. Exactly. Cool. So the story of this match is a family feud. Uh, one of the biggest stars in AAA right now is a wrestler called Psycho Clown. Uh, if you follow Mexican wrestling, you know who Psycho Clown is. Mm-hmm. He is a Psycho clown His, his character I is, think his character does Yeah uh, is, Describes himself his, The name describes his it His name is self-explanatory <laughs> Yeah uh, He is uh, His family is, He comes from a rich wrestling family In fact his father was outside actually oh, uh, like I think he, he's in like 
Well, no, his father's a lot older. Oh, he's okay. like in his 70s and he's kind of on crutches and stuff. He looks really, really old. Uh. Okay. But he was there supporting the family and he is with uh, his brother, well, cousins? I guess. Brothers? Cousins? One of them uh, One of them is a cousin and one of them is a sister. Okay. Okay, so the cousin is uh, Mamba, who is the sister, uh-huh. a big wrestler. Okay. And then the other cousin is Maximo, who is, uh, shall we say, a very flamboyant gay person? Okay. Yeah, like yeah. you know, wearing pink, weaving like the the rainbow flag okay, and all of that, okay. and just very like uh, you know, back in the nineties when how people were afraid of like gay people in like Goldust, like Goldust, you know, that kind of thing, or like okay. uh, how Velveteen Dream Act sometimes, but this one is just too them like queer eye kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, very loud and proud. Like Jonathan Van Ness la. Yeah, very loud and proud and open about it. Okay. You know, so a lot of the his offense, uh, it's om- it's I mean. From from Western sensibilities, it seems a bit offensive, mm-hmm. but you know, like other wrestlers would be afraid of him, like touching their butt, you know, that kind of thing, and then they would run away. Okay, yeah, I, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah, it's just like some physical comedy kind of thing, also, Correct. lah, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the reason is a family feud because these three people, mm-hmm. one of their family members, Le Mascara, has yeah. turned against them. Why? And join the the lost mercenaries, the the faction that I talked about yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. So he wants to fight his former family, uh-huh. uh, basically to step out of their shadow. And he's recruited two gringos to fight for him in this six man tag, lah. And so one of them is a wrestler called Killer Cross from New York, a very big muscular guy. He looks like a bodyguard or a bouncer. I think I've heard of him before. Yes, uh, he was a bodyguard and a bouncer yeah. in in real life. So uh, he crossed over into. Prof- Professional wrestling. wrestling a few years ago. Okay. Uh, and the other member is none other than current WWE creative member Jeff Jarrett. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Jeff Jarrett and uh Cody working the same show. Damn. Uh, so Jeff Jarrett came out, you know, doing his whole J E double F J E double T thing. But he's playing a heel here, lah. Unlike in Makes WWE sense. in yeah uh-huh. recent times. I brought his, you know, um. Guitar, guitar in, use it a lot to you know steel cage matches, no disc- no DQ. So use it all you want. He smashed the shit. Then and the thing I miss about the guitar smashing is that you know he smashes it on their heads, Ooh. Uh, which is not allowed anymore in America for good reason. For good reason, yeah, yeah. Oh, I do mention that a lot of the head stuff, right? Is is kind of banned in in Mexico, like power drivers and stuff like that. Uh, so when the young bucks hit the Meltzer driver, you know they sold it like fucking Pentagon died, you know, kind of thing. Oh my god, he hit the illegal power driver. Oh damn! But you know, but it's a special variation which is extra oomph. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the because it's Twitch, so I was on the live stream like, the, yeah, yeah. the fans played along. Like, oh my god, is he dead? It was a power driver. You know? <laughs> like it was, it was like the most dastardly move in in Mexico. In Mexico, la. La. okay. But anyway, uh, this match was interesting because of the dynamics I I talked about. Uh, Vela Mascara team, the heel team, were actually dominating the match. Uh, he got a bit too overconfident though. After he beat down all three of them, uh, he told Jeff Jarrett and Killer Cross to leave. I can handle this myself. Oh no! And that was his downfall. His hubris. His hubris, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Jeff Jarrett doing a lot of good healing here. Mm-hmm. When he left the cage, you know, he he kicked the crutches away from the old man and then he oh fell no. down and kind of thing. He got a lot of like legit heat uh, from the crowd. You know? it's yeah, it's good. an old man. Yeah, it's an old man. You know? Motherfucker. Uh, but the old guy, you could tell that he bladed a lot. His forehead is just shredded. It's uh, shredded. With, okay. Like, with so it's a, yeah, like, because you see, he's an old wrestler. Right? Old wrestler, yeah. So I mean, back then, uh, bleeding was a very common practice. Mm. There was a lot of bleeding in this match as well. Uh, uh, like uh, Killer Clown uh, There's a lot of blood Going around Okay A lot of blood uh, Killer Clown especially mm. uh, Mascara actually took The mask of Killer Clown uh, But funny enough uh, One of the fans Actually threw a Killer Clown mask Into the ring Which he wore back Which he wore back again Oh uh. that's so, so cool So it was like Two Killer Clowns Fighting each other That's quite cool Yeah uh, Psycho Clowns I'm sorry I keep calling him 
Killer Clown. Who the hell is Killer Clown? Yeah. Yeah. I I I I was confusing him Killer Cross. Killer Cross with Psycho Clown. Yeah. 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 So mix up my words. I'm sorry. Psycho Clown. Psycho, Psycho Clown. Clown. Uh, other cool matches uh include the four way street fight for the Triple A Arena the Arenas Championship, which mm. is the Queen of Queens lah. Mm. Uh, this one had Lady Shani, Kira, Lee Hidera, Chick Tomenta. Uh, one of the highlights was this uh, very cool Spanish fight onto a table. Yeah, sweet. man. Uh, sweet. But the most brutal one was the six-man tag match uh, featuring a group called Los OGTs, uh-huh. uh, which is made of Averno, Chessman, and Superfly, yeah. taking on uh, a team of Drago, Pagano, and Puma King. Yeah. Uh, first things first, before I talk about the match, right? Uh, Los OGTs dressed up like superheroes. Mm-hmm. So one came out in Batman cosplay, one dressed up as Venom, and another one is... A generic suit I can't really tell What superhero it was Just a superhero suit lah Yes yes Like got S- a cape and all lah uh, yeah, yeah Okay The Batman one also had a cape lah But he took the cape off Before wrestling Because yeah, there yeah, would yeah. be Disadvantages lah Yeah because you know Don't wear capes Yeah uh, Interesting enough you know, I've talked about Like some of the costumes Because Puma King uh, Puma, Puma King used to be Ricochet uh, He goes by another name Like King Puma Or something like that yeah. Or Prince Puma maybe Prince Puma yeah, but King Puma, is, uh, Puma King is totally different guy. Oh, okay. Totally different guy, and he doesn't dress like a Puma. He he dresses up like um a guy. F- Have you ever seen Cats, the Broadway show? Yes. Like that. Oh. Okay. Like he doesn't look like a a, a cat of so prey. So he looks like he was supposed to be in West End, lah. Yes. Yeah, I know. It was it was kind of unintentionally hilarious. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There were a lot of unintentional hilarity moments. I I mean, not to sidetrack a bit, like during the Cody promo, the the person interviewing him. Uh, was supposed to translate for the for the crowd, of course. Yeah. You know, Cody speaks in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He speaks in Spanish. When Conan interrupted, Conan spoke to Cody, Cody in English because mm-hmm. you know, of course, Conan can speak English. Like, you know him from WCW. He has a fucking podcast and all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So he, as he was speaking in English, he told the he told the interviewer to like translate, and then he said translate. He no, he said the English words the, the promo to Cody, and then he translated to Cody in English. <laughs> 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 I think that was so confusing. And so like he was he he basically just repeated <laughs> the same words back to Cody. And then after this after the second time he did that, Cody was like he gave him a look and it's like, oh yeah. And then he, he translated for the crowd. So I think it was a mistake on the interviewer's part. Yeah. But it was unintentionally hilarious. Oh, like, it was fucking hilarious. amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh yeah. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh yes, the Puma King match and mm. Los OGTs. This one has to be seen because of how brutal it was. There were some table spots. So um, Superfly was going for uh, a dive. Okay. So what happened was that he was reversed and counted into a power bomb onto a table. But I think the table was far away. So think of this as the table. I'm I'm pointing yeah, at yeah. the edge of the table, right? Yeah. So he was supposed to land back first on the table. Yeah. But just his his hit. Landed on the edge of the table. Oui. Yeah, and he 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 was unconscious after that, he Like serious unconscious or fake unconscious? Serious unconscious because uh the commentator Vampiro and a couple of others uh oh, he, Vampiro. <laughs> Vampiro, yeah. Vampiro uh left the commentary booth to go check on him oh. and, and bring him back to the back and everything. Yeah. Uh one of the guys Dra- um Drago also uh did a Spanish flight onto a table as well. His uh hand got caught at uh broke a hole into the table and got caught. Uh, he dislocated his shoulder, you could ah, see it. Ow. So it's clearly it's ow. clearly obvious because uh, I, it's like the Finn Balor injury Yeah 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 Yeah, yeah so yeah. that happened as well So really brutal match la. Yeah I was yeah. just I, I'm, I was gonna talk about 
I thought was one of the most brutal matches between the Disco Brothers and uh, Villain Enterprises, but mm-hmm. apparently not. Yeah, so I mean, this was this was insane. Like. I was legitimately scared, especially for Superfly, because the way his head hit the corner of the table, yeah, the table yeah, yeah. didn't break or anything. He just hit like the edge, the very edge of the table. Then you could see his, Oy. you could see his neck like snap back and forth. Like it was worse than the the world spray thing that I saw. Wow, I mean, yeah, he got knocked unconscious. Yeah, I mean, he was. They did the stretcher drop him. Uh, this time not a work, I think. Like a proper like, it's highly necessary. Job. And then after the match ended. Uh, Vampiro just left the commentary booth to okay. to see lah. To see lah, and but the thing is, like his co-commentator, uh, this Mexican guy, mm. I couldn't remember his name uh, right now. But the Mexican, guy, his English is not so good. Yeah, because so, Vampiro is the English speaking one. Correct. So yeah. he was he was left to carry the broadcast on his own for like fifteen minutes, mm. which which he felt so uncomfortable. I could see him. He felt so uncomfortable. So I guess I have to do it in English now. Yeah, yeah. And then when Vampiro came back, you know, he brought good news uh, that everybody was okay. Ah, okay. Uh, he was just like a concussion, and the other guy just dislocated his shoulder. Okay. Yeah, I mean, kind of superficial things. Like nobody's gonna die or be paralyzed or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay. the price we pay, lah. But then Vampiro was so like in a rush, right? He he didn't know what was happening on mm. the broadcast, so he came back, and the camera was on the commentary booth, right? Mm. So now my time to talk about Vampiro. Yes. Uh, because Vampiro was a mess. La, was is a disaster. I mean, Vampiro is known to be a mess. La. Yeah, he's a he's a disaster. So, uh, as he got back to the booth, he he kept flipping, you know, his notes in front of the camera, and then he started talking about the match, and then he was uh, corrected. I was like, oh, that's not the match coming up. And I said, like, oh yeah, yeah. And then he flipped, flip, 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 and then he talked about another match, and it's like, and no, 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 that's also. not the match. And then he flipped, flip, flip again. <laughs> so he looked really lost. This okay, okay, yeah. Uh, so I've been told by the other people in the chat that Vampiro over the last three to four uh, times. Yeah. Uh, he's commentated for Triple A. Has yeah. been a mess. He just has, like this, yeah, like yeah. he does. Surprisingly, he doesn't know the storyline. It has become like a wrestling meme. Vampiro's yeah. uh, commented. Uh, one of the most famous one recently is the one that he play my music. Yeah. <laughs> he kept yeah. shouting play my music. If you watch on on YouTube, you <laughs> yeah. can find that. So he he frequently tries to insert himself into the match, saying like, "Oh, that guy's my friend. I had a match with him." And that kind of thing, kind yeah, of yeah. trying to put himself over. Like a Stephen A. Smith lah. Stephen A. Smith, exactly lah, yeah. of a uh, Triple A. <laughs> uh, and also just not as professional. Oof, <laughs> oof! That's saying something, right? I know. Uh, and also, I mean, he's just all over the place. Besides that, right? Because it's Twitch, Twitch, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he frequently gets into arguments on air what? in the middle of a match with the people commenting. What? Like he, he, the live stream is there. Yeah, I know. He can see it. So he so, so like occasionally he will break from the match to argue with like a person. Like a Twitch commentator. Yeah. So like on air, the Twitch will say something like, "Oh, Vampiro is uh uh, uh has been nobody kind of things." Like, what do you mean <sighs> I'm has been nobody? Then he lists his credentials. Then he will argue back and forth with the person. I mean that can be entertaining for a while. No, but I mean throughout the entire broadcast, like every time somebody said dispar- something disparaging about Vampiro, he, he will like, comment back. He will address them person. He takes it so personally. And then, like after the match ends, and then he will get, he will say something like, "You know, it's all in good fun, brother. Uh, we 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 just like you know playing around with each other. We are a community. You know, I I I I bear no ill feelings to any of your commentators. So let me join into Twitch. You know, get on the live stream and talk. And then like a few minutes later, he will argue with them again. All these fucking idiots. You know, kind <laughs> of." <laughs> That sounds like Vampiro. He was he was so he's so easily triggered. He is, yeah. You know, and then some of the people on the chat would just be, uh, once he started going on a rant, they would just started like poking him even more. You know, I mean trolls. He's he's inviting it like, yeah, By the way, course. he's reacting. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Just be a bit more professional about it like, But this is Vampiro we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last thing on to I do want to mention about the Ray the Reyes tournament specifically yeah. is I fucking love 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 uh the trophy at the end. 
uh, the trophy that they hand to the winner mm. of the Ring of the Rings tournament. Because unlike the King of the Ring, which is uh, a crown, yeah. or uh, other places it's a belt, yeah. or sometimes it's just a, a plaque or a trophy like yeah. the Best in the World Cup, yeah, you know, for yeah. example, they fucking handed them like a giant silver sword, you know, like Ooh. like mythical Arthurian kind of sword. You know. Okay. That, that, and then they just hold up the sword. It looks fucking epic, sir. Okay. It's like something out of a fantasy comic. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure whether it's like real silver or it's just like aluminium or whatever, but it looks dope la, on, on okay, TV. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's aluminium. La. Yeah, I don't I, think that's it. It's some sort of metal, but I don't yeah. think it's silver as they, as they claim. La. Well, hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. La. Yeah. yeah um, the Acropolis, a 9,000 seater stadium, sold out for this one. Uh, Mexican wrestling is really huge. It's just that they're really insular. Mm. I mean, one of the interesting takeaways culturally. Yeah, that I took away from watching it live was that you know how unfamiliar they are with gringo wrestlers or or any wrestling that happens outside of their borders. Mm. So uh, it's gonna take a bit for AEW if they want to cross promote more shows mm-hmm. to get their guys over. You know, Young Bucks not getting over. I mean, Cody. they have to spend a significant amount of time lah. Mm. Yeah. They have to invest lah, like uh, with repetition and with more. Uh, matches the Then the crowd will get to know them yeah, yeah, exactly. There were other gringo wrestlers In here For example Jack Evans and all But the crowd seemed to Recognize them But they've been around But they've been around For a long yeah. time Exactly Yeah. So it will take time But I have I've faith Especially with the Sport heavy uh, Theatrics of the Young Bucks They will get over in Mexico I mean we know That they can do it Yes yeah. But after watching Lucha for 4 hours right R- seriously some of the flips that the Young Bucks do is just super tame in comparison I get it like oh it's only a 450 I, I saw like a 900 just now what the fuck, you know? <laughs> 900 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy I mean all these guys are like ricochet level or above la, okay, you know? okay. It, it's crazy like if you think ricochet is special like try watching an entire event of 4 hours where everybody is a ricochet you know it can get tiring It can get tiring yeah. yeah. But there are different styles to them like Some are more brutal Some are more flippy Some are big guys Some are like Taufik sized people wow. There was this guy called Hamburgesa uh, I, I'm guessing it means hamburger la. Okay uh, Nino Hamburgesa uh, Had a mixed tag match With uh, his wife Slash partner Big uh-huh. Mommy Who's also a, 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 big a, a huge woman la. So the that was the opening match I found this really fun Because I love the story They took on uh, <laughs> you, you can tell by the name la, Villano the third uh, <laughs> that he's a villain And uh, Lady Maravilla Who is his valet uh, So they are both Like the good looking team like, One yeah. is a super hot Like Mexican girl And one is a super hot guy Taking like These this big guys You know yeah. uh, More of like The common man Kind of thing Okay okay uh, But the, the, as the storyline developed This Lady Maravilla Apparently has a thing For Hambagesa Or Ooh. maybe she's just Playing him or something But towards the climax Of the match As Lady Hambagesa As Hambagesa And Big Mummy Are about to win Hambagesa refused To do his finisher On her uh, okay. but in, but then turn around and then did the forget uh did his finish on Villano the third. Ah, okay. Yeah, so I mean they won in the end lah. Yeah, yeah. But in in the end, Hambagesa uh basically carried Lady Mavia uh back to the locker room, Damn. leaving leaving both their partners high and dry in the ring. So both both their partners look confused uh, Both Villano the third look confused and both uh, Big Mummy look confused. They were both like, oh my god, what 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 just what happened? Just happened yeah. why, why did we get left? You know that kind of thing. Uh, so. Despite, despite not watching the product, right, I understood that story immediately. Yeah, it was yeah. so universal that story. It was. Yeah. 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 Uh, go check it out at uh, Twitch. Uh, you can find it on obviously the Triple A channel. Only four ninety nine if you want to watch it on demand. Okay. Uh, if you sign up, uh, for four ninety nine you get a f- uh, the entire month. So it's a monthly fee of four ninety nine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, you can also watch. <coughs> their weekly uh, shows on Twitch as well with that 4.99 with that 4.99 oh, if you don't have access obviously like, I mean most people outside Mexico don't have access to the big networks there yeah, yeah. you can watch it on Twitch or you can wait a month then they will air it on YouTube wow yeah 
Oh, right, huh? Interesting, like distribution platform. Also, I like. I mean, that's how you have to evolve, like, I guess. Yeah, indeed, mm. indeed. Okay, what about you, man? Let's talk about Ring of Honor 17th anniversary, big milestone event for them. Yeah. And obviously, building up to NJPW's uh, G1 Supercard yeah. with them in MSG. Uh, what were the key highlights and matches? Quite a few, actually. Yeah. Uh, this was a relatively stacked card. Yeah. Um, because you opened up with Marty Scroll taking on uh, Kenny King. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a singles match, yeah. but. Marty Skrull has transcended in ROH la. Yeah He feels like a big deal uh, He feels like the next superstar Do you think that without the Bullet Club around him He can, stein- he can stand he out? Can, he yeah? can I mean we've seen him grow Leaps and bounds in the past year or so mm-hmm. uh, You know being uh, NJPW light heavyweight champion for, for a moment Junior heavyweight mm-hmm. champion Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. and, now, and now he has um, his own stable, you know, Villain yeah, Enterprises. Yeah, Villain Enterprises, yeah. Like, which I'll talk about, about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty Scroll, as usual, this match was actually quite interesting. Uh, it was a good, short, 12 minute, 45 second match. Yeah. Um, uh, Marty Scroll is talented. La. Yeah, he's really good. You know, it's not. Yeah, he, uh, he doesn't look it. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have like the chiseled abs or the, you know, or like the size, you know. He's relatively quite a small fella. Yeah, like cruiserweight size. 195 actually. Mm. Uh, against Kenny King was uh, Kenny King who was significantly a bigger guy. Yeah. Um, but it was fun to watch and uh, I mean he had to turn to dastardly measures la, to win. Um, but this was a good opener. La. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next match I thought was quite interesting because it, uh, it was Jeff Cobb taking on uh, Shane Taylor. Yeah. And this was for the ROH World Television Championship. Nice. And this is like two huge motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Right? But they can fly lah, and that was one thing that I, I that that stood out for me. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Jeff Cobb, uh, the champion, actually defended it. Um. Yeah. He won. I I miss the concept of TV titles. Whenever there is a TV, uh, <laughs> like taping, the title must be on the line. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. forfeited. Exactly. So I love it. I mean, RVD used to be a TV champion yeah. for ECW and all of that. Exactly. You know, WCW yeah. used to have a TV champion. Like unlike the universal title, or in fact, most of the titles in the WWE <laughs> has to be defended to every be week yeah, on exactly. every TV show. Yeah. yeah. So I I I again I have no I I don't watch ROH um I don't watch ROH much lah mm. so I wouldn't know the internal storylines behind all this stuff lah but that was good that was good action between these two big guys lah uh, but the first real highlight for me was actually the women's match uh, the women of honor world championship yeah. the the champion is uh, Mayu Iwatani mm-hmm. she's like a she's a more agile Ascala interesting I would say yeah. Uh, this match was actually the shortest match of the night. Nine minutes. Yeah, nine minutes long, mm-hmm. against Kelly Klein. Um, I'm assuming they had no choice because the match after this is yeah a really long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, th- I I was I was just annoyed that it only got nine minutes. There were two matches cut from the pay per view. Oh, is it? Yeah, there were two other matches that were built on the poster and everything that that were cut because of Jay of Lito this and Matt oh, Okay. Yeah. It felt like uh the J- and I kind of like that because like the Jay Little Matt Taven match right. Yeah. It felt like it, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Because Matt Taven like uh suddenly interrupted uh someone's entry, I can't remember who now. Yeah. And he was like just saying, No, 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 enough. It's my turn. Let's do it now. Oh shit. And then Jay Lita was like, Okay, fuck it, let's go. So th- this is after the women's yeah, 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 yeah. match. And then the the the, uh, uh, the next match was starting Right. Or or the women's match was uh like, you know, they're playing the the, the, the end the, the end credits. Yeah. <laughs> Like the, the, the winners theme song yeah, right, yeah, as yeah, they are working know? on yeah. So it's yeah, yeah even a successful be- defense right for my it, w- it was yeah um yeah I, too bad lah because th- I think if they were given like maybe ten more minutes it would be hot fire better, la. yeah 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 um but yeah Jay Little and Matt Taven this was a sixty minute 
craziness lah. Epic lah, epic. Yeah. The crowd really, I feel, I only watched this half, match. Half. I only watched this match. I, I feel yeah. like the crowd only really got into it around the 20 minute mark yeah, or the yeah, 25 yeah. minute mark. It, it started very slow. You know, with the, the after the promos and all that stuff yeah. and all that. Um, and at, I wasn't impressed yeah. at first. I was like, oh God, this is the match. Yeah. This is your heavy match. I was like, okay. Yep. But yeah, as the, the, the action uh, ramped up, ramped up, then you saw, you know, Jay Little like just pulling out all the fucking stops. Mm-hmm. And Matt Taven just refused to die, mm. and then Matt Taven getting his uh his offense in a lot of a lot of near falls, a lot of near falls, but like well deserved near falls. Mm. So this was very entertaining after the twenty minute mark, mm-hmm. all the way until the end. You know, then the ladders came out, and then Matt Taven did you know uh, overcommitted, you know that kind of very um um simple kind of psychology lah, psychology yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. And then you didn't even realize when the 60 minute mark hit, mm. and that was when I was like, okay, that's actually quite a good match because I didn't realize that I have been watching this stupid match for an hour. For an hour, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So when the announcer came, say, okay, done. Uh, what? It's a, a tie. Mm. No, Jay Little's happy and all that stuff. Whatever, whatever. There was like a bit of me that was like, ah, yeah, this is, you know. Non-finish Non-finish is not something That you want lah For the quote-quote One yeah. hour investment Mini yes, event for correct. The 17th anniversary show Because yeah. As as much as I enjoyed this match mm-hmm. It is not an Okada Kenny Omega Level of of, of uh, Quality Yeah where, where Like even in the 60 minute match There's no fat in it Yeah And there's nothing to trim It's yeah. everything was purposeful Correct Yeah So this Felt a little short Because of the ending for me lah mm. Yeah. I mean like I mean few people are as good as Okada and Omega I know exactly yeah. you know so okay I I I'm quite interesting uh, interested to see where this leads lah Yes um no. I mean interestingly like Jay Lethal is supposed to defend the ROH World Title against Mati Shiro yes. at uh you know G1 Supercard Who came out Who came out yeah After the match But do you yeah. reckon uh, Matt Tabin will be inserted into the match as a triple threat I feel that that, that has to be right because it's a tie yeah. he didn't lose Correct correct Yeah so he still has the moral high ground now when it comes to this lah Okay okay Yeah So if it's a triple ma- if it it's a triple threat with the insertion of Marty Scroll mm-hmm. should be interesting. Yeah, I'll give it I'll give it a, a really good watch lah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh next up we have um a single Rush match. Rush versus Bandito. Bandito. Um I was told that the last maybe half an hour of this pay-per-view was rushed because it uh, was. uh big be- okay because this isn't a TV taping or this wasn't an internet stream no. like because it's a real pay-per-view pay-per-view they had a strict time limit that yeah, they had to adhere to much like how um All In la, had yeah. to rush yeah. towards the end. So how, did it feel the last two matches did they feel rushed? Yes, a little. I uh, no pun intended la, to yeah, rush. I know that's why. Yeah. Like, rush had a, a rush and a Bandito um it was just immediately this action all the way Rush is the stronger guy. Bendito is the more agile guy. Mm-hmm. Bendito, I love his look, you know, with the mask and all that stuff. He really felt like uh, he felt like a uh, like those Mexican singers, lah. Yeah, yeah. But with a bandit mask, whatever. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, Rush uh, was then challenged by um, uh, the D- Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle, yeah, yeah. For, former ROH World Champion. Yeah, post match, and that was um, interesting to see because I guess. That will lead to something that I have no idea about because I don't really watch ROH lah. I'm assuming a match at G1. I know that that's the only conclusion, right? Yeah. Dalton yeah. Castle, I think recently I'm I've been following a bit like, at least like I'm not watching week to week, but I'm reading the yeah, yeah. the 
what do you call it? The recaps and the results yeah. and stuff lah. Dylan Castle has like kind of faced hard times over the last year. Ever since he lost the belt, uh-huh. he has been losing a lot. Hasn't get, yeah. been getting much airtime. I think that's part of the story. Yeah, okay. You know, it's a bit like the a better version of the Mike Canales story on Two Five Life lah. Oh, you know where Mike Canales was complaining, I'm always losing. Yeah, I'm yeah, on TV because yeah. you suck, Mike. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, but this Dylan Castle Dylan doesn't suck. a lot better lah. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, before that, yeah, Jay Little is now like one of the longest reigning like. ROH champions ever mm. yeah so yay for him I guess good for him though. yeah I, I, I also I didn't think much of Jay Lethal because I remembered watching him on uh, there was the um, Impact not Impact sorry Um, what's that Tokyo Dome show uh, Wrestle Kingdom Wrestle Kingdom when yeah. there was the ROH versus um, NJPW kind of uh, match that they have ah And when Jay Lethal was on, it wasn't as impressive as I thought. Mm. Maybe because of the talent around him, lah. Mm. But yeah, so I was never really impressed by Jay Lethal, but until this match, lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even though it felt a bit short in my eyes, Jay Lethal is actually more talented than I give him credit for, lah. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. man, definitely. La. Yeah, uh, my bad, lah. This is my bad, lah. I should watch more ROH, lah. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. man. I mean, consider most of the people that we love in WWE were from ROH. I man. know exactly the uh, Daniel Bryan's, the Seth Rollins, yeah, the Kevin Owens, etc., etc. Et all that, lah. Uh, Villain Enterprises and the Briscoes were the unintended main events. The yeah, last match yeah, at least of yeah. the pay per view. But it kind of made sense yeah. because of the carnage that followed this street match. fight, right? Yeah, it's for a less Vegas. Las Vegas Street Fight For the Tag Team Championships Yep Yeah And holy shit This was a fucking Barn burner man Shit they went all out lah They did lah Also no time to waste No la. time yeah. So just, it's just insane The amount of action That happened during this match Yeah uh, It lasted a total of 19 minutes 44 seconds lah mm-hmm. um, But damn They really There was blood There was leathers yeah. There was tables No holding there was, back There was chairs yeah. There was a bunch of Singapore canes Nice Which were broken Nice Destroyed Everybody's head was uh, uh, Just so dangerous Some of the things Not as dangerous as what you uh, The Lucha stuff The Lucha stuff Yeah You know No one um, died Yeah I mean no one died in, <laughs> I in, know, in no. Yeah, But no one got <laughs> unconscious Yeah um, There were that Bunch of apron spots You know and It was just like Just madness Throughout the match mm-hmm. uh, And For a moment, uh, I thought that the 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 Briscoes were going to take it, lah. Yeah. You know, they were the. It felt, but then it felt like they were the more aggressive team. Mm. But then, damn, Villain Enterprises, Brody King and Pico, right? Yeah. PCO. Yeah. Wow, those guys were devastating. They were just heavy hitters. It felt heavy. Everything felt heavy and painful, and just what a street fight should be, lah. Mm. You know, and the chaos. Everything was breaking. Everything. You know, like. This is how you should end your pay per view if you. Want, I mean, if you want to end it with a street fight, right? Yeah, like a big. Uh, I'm assuming they put the World Championship match in the middle and didn't put it as a main event because of its anti-climax. Anti-climax. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this one kind of deliver delivered the frills and spills yeah. and go home excited. Yeah, you're like, holy shit! What did we just see? You yeah, know, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, it's not like the best street fight I've ever seen, but it was a street fight worthy of his name, lah. Mm-hmm. Which we haven't seen in a while in the WWE. Whenever yeah. they have a street fight, it feels very tame. Mm. You know this the Bris- the Briscoes are known to be a crazy bunch lah, mm-hmm. right? They are one of the craziest tech teams out there, and they are they just put their body through a line lah. They just just go. They don't care. Just yeah. go. Let's see what happens. Interesting. And at the end of the match, when they actually lost the titles mm. to Villain Enterprises, that was a surprise. Mm. Why why do you think that was a surprise? I mean, I really thought they would take it lah. I mean, they were they were, it, it felt. They were felt so dominant. Yeah, yeah, you know. But thi- and this changes a bit like, of, uh, of of you know the G one supercut changes lah because of it. Yeah, I mean, um, the Briscoes were supposed to take yeah. on the Gorillas of Destiny. Exactly. Uh, so now it's Villain Enterprises taking on the Gorillas of Destiny. This is uh this is a both titles up for grabs match. By yes, the way, uh, all 
all or nothing ma- Yeah, yeah. winner take all match, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all or nothing. Is, uh, yeah, I keep different, different thing. Different yeah, thing. so th- that got me excited for the G1 Supercard. So I I like that this match ended it because of the fact that I knew a bit more about what's going to happen after this. Right, right. Yeah, I and it got me interested to watch the TV tapings after that. Mm, yeah, nicely. Yeah, which I haven't done, but I'm going to do soon now. Okay, yeah. okay. But overall, this is how you should. Like um, climax the pay per view. Yeah, but and how you build your your pay per view? Mm. You know, it was built to their WrestleMania, like, which is the G one. In a way, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, perfectly timed, perfectly paced. Everything was fine. I thought this was a solid four out of five as a pay per view as a whole. Nice. With the highlights being uh, the last match, the the, the main event, yeah. uh, villain uh, enterprises taking on uh, the Briscoes, mm-hmm. and I think the. Like dark horse of the night would be the Mayu Iwatani and uh, Kelly Klein. Woman of Honor, yeah, the Woman of Honor, like the, especially the women's division, Ring of Honor hasn't really um, gotten much praise. Yeah, you know some of the matches have been like lasted, etc. Yeah, uh, but I'm glad to see that they're picking up like, with a deserving yeah. champion. I just wish they had more time. Yeah, That's yeah. All. Um, I think like the whole booking of the women's of on the women of honor division really feels like how the divas used to be booked. You know, yeah, b- given very little time, the short yeah. end of the shrift. You know, smaller attention spans. And yeah, all I feel the ROH guys are just starting onto the you know just starting the engines for the women of honor lah. So mm. it'll take some time. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, here's what we know so far for the G1 Supercard yeah. for ROH and NGPW. J White. Uh, current IWGP Heavyweight Champion will be taking on the winner of the ongoing New Japan Cup. Mm. Uh, who do you think that's going to be? I think Okada. Maybe? It looks like it. Yeah, I who, mean, wait, the finals. It, it hasn't happened, right? Hasn't happened, right? Yeah, I think right now it's day seven or day eight, but yeah. it hasn't climaxed yet. Okada is still in it. Yeah, uh, is Osprey still in it also? Osprey still in it, but Osprey is booked for another match. Ah, okay. But the ho- reason I think Okada will win is because you know he's the only conceivable like headliner for an American show. In a, at MSG that I you guess. know is J White. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we also have Marty Shaw taking on J Lito as you mentioned for the ROH World Championship. Matt Devon likely to be inserted. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, Villain Enterprises obviously taking on Bullet Clubs the Gorillas of Destiny that'll for both fun. the ROH and yeah. WGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Yeah. Jeff Cobb will be taking on Will Osprey, where both the ROH TV and Neverweight Open Never Openweight another winner on takes all. Yeah, another winner takes all. Two belts on the line. Nice. So Never Openweight and ROH TV title. Jeff Cobb will Osprey. Uh, Taiji Ishimori uh, Who is the current IWGP yeah. uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship Will yeah. be taking on Dragon Lee and Bandido In a triple threat match Damn Yeah Dragon Lee from TMLO If, yeah, you, know, if yeah, you don't yeah. know who it is Dalton Castle against Rush Which we uh, addressed which earlier about, yeah. There's also going to be An Honor Rumble Battle Royal <laughs> And Bully Ray uh, of, Yes of, of Bobby Ray, ba- Baba Ray Dudley Will be taking on A mystery challenge yeah, yeah, In a New York street fight did, did, did you see this? He called someone a punk, right? Yeah, yeah he, the challenger was a punk. A uh, punk. Was uh, like, I mean, hmm. it's hmm. clearly not CM Punk. Yeah, it's but not. Like. They're just trying to like uh, tease you into buying yeah. this pay-per-view. <laughs> uh. yeah. Because if it is CM Punk, that would be crazy. I mean, it would make sense like, because you know this isn't a technical type of match. It's yeah, just yeah, a yeah. bunch of sports. And hit I mean, it's hit. basically an exhibition. Kind of like yeah, yeah. against another person who is ki- kind of retired also. Yeah, you know. Cool. Yeah. But I mean, it would be a waste if they use CM Punk for this, la. I know. I know. I mean, CM Punk could e- if you really wanted to come back, he could easily be inserted into the title matches. Title matches. Yeah. yeah. CM Punk versus fucking J White or whatever, you know. That would be J-Lito fucking. Jilito or J White. Either one. I, one of the J's, la. One of the J's. One of the J's. Yeah. I mean, dream match, la. Like, why waste it on Bully <laughs> Ray of all people, right? I mean, yes, he is a legend. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But it's a Hall of Famer called the Dudley Boys. Correct, yeah. Mm. I mean, the, the the who the fuck was the one who said, like, I, I didn't buy your action figures, I bought uh, <laughs> Devon's action figures. I can't remember, but yes, I remember he that. He had, like, some promo battle on, on the on the taping. He lost. 
he lo- yeah he he lost saying that like all you fucking smarks you know are, are the same ones that like bought my WWE action figures and the other guy was like no I bought Devon's one not yours you know uh, I thought that was clever lah. some yeah. of the wordplay recently interesting has been good lah. like you were talking about the yeah. punk line yeah. um, I remember like last Tuesday Vince McMahon called uh, the new day you young bucks yeah which I thought was hilarious <laughs> I was like hey yeah hey, 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 I see what you did there you young bucks don't deserve this. <laughs> So, oh shit Okay <laughs> I mean Like it's, he feels It feels like he was a bit bitter That they, they rejected the contract Because mm. they were offered like, like, This ridiculous like Contract with like Creative control And all that But stuff. for your own company you know? Yeah I know exactly yeah, yeah, I, I actually did I do feel that If it wasn't so time sensitive And they didn't have investors And everything yeah. They should have maybe Tried the 6 month contract Of like, course Because you know If you didn't like it uh, Then Free to go Then free to go in June Yeah and Then you can still do uh, Double or nothing Down the road like, In September and October Yeah Yeah, but time sensitive The investors mm-hmm. They were They were ready to run The Khan family They were ready to run Yeah yeah. yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about Before we wrap up I mean yeah I mean um, Raw and Smackdown On fire It's the build to WrestleMania Yeah but I'm I'm impressed I'm I'm impressed with everything That's going on in WWE right now mm. yeah. I mean it's been a good build um, Outside of maybe The Smackdown Women's Championship Yeah uh, The Intercontinental Championship Yeah Where Finn Balor's reign Felt meaningless He lost it immediately I Back know. again to Bobby Lashley uh, A couple of titles like that lah That yeah. don't feel like They have any stakes like yeah. The US title I mean, they, also They can't be perfect They can't be perfect Yeah, But the main events Are good though But where it counts like, The world yeah. title The universal title Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the two tag team divisions Correct uh, lo- Looking the really good The women's tag team division women's Looking good now Women's tag team division Women's Well one women's one championship One nah, Wrong Yeah We can't have everything lah Yeah But there are cu- there are some of the mid-cut belts Feel like they shouldn't be there Yeah I know Yeah Yeah but I mean apart from that uh, it it overall a good build so far mm. Yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to Wrestlemania uh, Did you like how uh, Johnny Gagano uh, Turned the tables on Tommaso Ciampa <laughs> After uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, Champa tried to do the same thing that you know he did back in uh, Takeover Chicago like two years ago. The one know? when he's at the corner not wrestling. Uh, no, no, as in like where at towards the end where he tried to throw him into the the LED board, you know, oh, yeah. power bomb him. Yeah. Uh, turns out Johnny Gargano was faking his knee injury the whole yeah. time. Try just basically trying to test uh, whether like Champa really is concerned for me <laughs> or whether he's going to try to turn on me the second I'm not useful to him. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I actually like that he planned it. Yeah. He planned it with Candice, you know. Yeah. He's like, let's see, lah. Let's let's test let's test his let's loyalty. Test this, yeah. yeah. Because this is the only way you can reconcile Candice LeRae's uh, willingness to let him team team with Champa. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense if you know she's on board, because hmm. she has always been adamant that don't be stupid. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of of course, this was supposed to lead up to a match with. Uh, Once again, uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa at NXT I don't uh, take over, but I mean, of course, not going to happen now because nope. Tommaso Ciampa is He's out. Injured. Yeah, right. so uh, the belt is vacant right now. Yeah, wait, the Forgotten Sons. Yes, are taking on uh, uh, Ricochet and, and Alistair Black, right? Yes, the Forgotten Sons defeated Mustache Mountain. Yeah, oh yeah, in the It wasn't a bad match, though. No, it wasn't a bad match. Yeah. The Forgotten Sons are not bad. Forgotten Sons are not bad wrestlers. They're just Boring. not memorable. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can't. They forgot. <laughs> I forgot their names. I only know uh, Jackson Riker. I think the leader who's not in the Dusty Classic. No, he's like the, the guy two. standing outside the yeah, muscular yeah. guy. He used to be a uh, Buddy Murphy's tag team partner back oh, in the day. They were okay. the the dubstep bros. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow, the gimmick change. Man, For both of them, yeah. yeah. For both of them. And then whoever wins will take on um uh, the Raiders lah. War Raiders, yeah. Yeah. Um, not I mean, the I, I, I've read the. I know who wins I won't spoil it for her okay. Yeah lah But it's 
I mean, come on lah. It's the Forgotten Sons versus Alistair Black and Ricochet lah. Yep. Uh, yeah. The, you, we you, don't, we, you try to do your most educated guess as to who. <laughs> don't it, say lah. Who is who is better equipped to handle <laughs> a, a pay per view main event slot lah? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So everything's good. Everything's dandy. Um, yeah. Wrestling is very fun now. Wrestling is very fun now. I mean, I've been enjoying most of uh, WWE, yeah. in, in the two main shows, specifically NXT UK, NXT and Two Five Live, which Don't is killer. Yeah, yeah. I to say. Um, I really like uh how Takeover New York is shaping up more than WrestleMania, to be mm, honest. Same. Yeah. Um, I mean, what well, the thing that surprised me was that they are putting the Walter Pete Dunn match at Takeover. Yeah. Yeah. I I I thought it was going to be for the second uh UK Takeover, but you know why not lah? Put it why in not? New York. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge spotlight. It, but that means Walter is traveling. Yes, but you know, small one-offs lah. He doesn't want to be you know traveling. A constant traveling. Yeah, like, every day yeah. house show yeah, to house yeah, yeah, show, from Wichita to Kansas to. Like, but for big New people, use maybe lah. Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, I think Keith so. It's a treat. It's a treat. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of big guys coming into NXT to take over. Kind of the smaller guys moving up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guys like Keith Lee, Donovan, Dijakovic. Yes, that's oh not bad. Yeah, you got it right. I mean, I've been saying Mexican names all day. Yeah, exactly. So you know. Lost in Omadabliss. Yeah, I mean, uh, looking forward to all the things that are coming up in the next few weeks. Actually, in fact, mm. WrestleMania is not far away; it's two weeks away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be covering NXT Takeover New York and WrestleMania 36. Of and course, we might have a surprise thing during WrestleMania. We might. We, we might. might. We'll, we'll let you know. We'll let you know. Yeah. But uh, just so you know that, like, we're not gonna like ignore the indie stuff. We will be watching. Uh, at least I will be watching the you know ROH, NJPW, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, and Evolve, and all the. We'll be watching it. And all the small like South by Southwest type convention. I really put aside my April one week of April to. Yes. To, to, to just suck in all the wrestling. Yes, but I was thinking, un- unlike last year where we crafted like this big three-hour show for like you know to to cram all the events into it. We'll, we'll split What one episode will be will just be NXT and WrestleMania, of course, yeah. and then we will take a bit, watch everything, and then the next week we'll come back and we'll recap WrestleMania weekend or the indie shows. You know, the little raw con- after raw after and uh, and all the aftermath la, of WrestleMania mm-hmm. along with. You know the little cottage industry that the indie wrestling people have like built around yeah. the cities that host WrestleMania, yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool. Which is cool, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, in two, we won't be back next week, but we'll be back in two weeks. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Give us a break, lah, because WrestleMania is gonna be draining. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, till then, this has been Hit Zero. I'm Hardy. See you next time. Bye bye.